Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's going on, Gorehounds? Welcome to another fabulous episode of the Goremore Podcast. I'm not so mean, Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in. However, I'm bringing this shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my beloved horror homies. Started off with that Dark Norlock. <laughs> Sorry, my phone dung threw me all off. That Dark Lord of Knowledge, that Chad dude, Chad Daddy, Chad Duty. Jesus Damn. Christ. I told you guys I am way fucking lethargic today. I am I'm low. I'm lagging. The Chattahoochee, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Uh, apologize. Apologize. We also have that killing machine, that meat mountain. He's a big one. Mr. Bobby Amone. Uh, afternoon, motherfuckers. It's been a long Monday. I don't know why that was perfect. It was like, said your name, train horn. <laughs> it's like fucking like WWE <laughs> announcement. Bobby just breaks into the door. Duh, 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 duh. Today is August 7th, 2023. And well, we're talking another zombie-esque movie today. And that would be 1984's Night of the Comets. Before we do that, we're going to talk about what the fuck we did in the past week. Or at least weekend. But to do that, we need to introduce this segment. Me and the boys really don't like singing. And I don't. Yeah, so. And we don't need to do the sexy voice. You know, that's more fun when all of us are here. So we can all enjoy that. So we're going to pull out Variant Scoobs. So Variant Scuba, if you could please. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your And now I want pizza. We, I was say, we say this every time. that I, Now that, now that was a hot and fresh pizza. Fucking right, dude. Not that gay pizza. With, way better than the shit <laughs> I eat. Like I said, I can't say that. The first night, not so bad. Second yeah, night. Yeah, so say the first night we had yeah. it was great. The second night, yours, not so good. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get to that. Bob, how the hell you been, buddy? We didn't get you here last week. Uh, yeah, so. last week, uh, I was not here. I had to work late and everything. So last week was more of work. But then, uh, work, this work, past work, weekend work, was work. Monster Mania weekend. And uh, I was there with my girlfriend, my two other friends, and a whole bunch of other people that I saw. And that I didn't see, and of course, I also had with me, if I'm doing it right, Mr. Johnny right here to my right, I think I'm on the screen or left. <laughs> to my side. To my side. And yeah. so I had him, him, his wife was there, his brother, brother-in-law, yes? Yep, my sister and my brother-in-law. And all that. So, and we all had a great time. It was nothing but a giant party. Did a little birthday pre-celebration. My birthday is actually this coming Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Bob's hitting the big three oh yeah, I'm, I'm man body. Right so now he gets to start okay. feeling a little bit of soreness each day, every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right with that. It's okay. As soon as he gets out of his bed the day after his 30th birthday, it's like, oh my knees, oh my back, oh my dick. Oh <laughs> um, but uh so that we had that going on. Monster Mania was a blast. 
and I could say more, but ah, it's just so much shit that was just so good. A lot of drinking, a lot did of. Did you meet anybody this weekend? I don't even. Know I actually, did. I did. Yes, I did. I met um, Alyssa Sutherland from Evil Dead Rise. Bro, her lines were fucking thick. But she oh, was yeah. such a sweetheart of a person. So oh, nice. Weird. You know, she, she took her time with the fans. So it was, yes, it was a long line, but she was just so sweet, so nice. It was like somebody you could talk to for, for hours if you had the chance, but very nice. Uh, she was the only one I met because just because it was like middle of the day, we had like things we wanted to do, did a lot of shopping, all that good shit. You know, it, Mania was always and is always a good time. Uh, got back early yesterday and got to watch this movie, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. But other than that, it was a wonderful weekend with my girlfriend, friends, just the whole nine yards, 100% hanging out with my my one gore more homie. I still need the other two to come to a show. Uh, we can make it happen next year, please, Chad. Either a show or just a weekend. We'll see. Weekend of debauchery. Whichever. Which, yeah, we need a weekend of debauchery. We'll meet in the middle. Yeah, but right. um, that's enough about me. Chad, what did you do, buddy? Well, you know, I got through my first week at the new job. Um, yeah. How did it go? How did it go? How did it go? Exhausting. Thursday was the company's annual picnic. So I got to go to that, you know, only being there a couple of days. Didn't really know too many people. I was going to say, wow, what a jump on that fucking bandwagon, right? But it, it was really cool because it's like family's invited. I'm like, okay, cool. And I told Steph, I said, family, families are invited, but I know you don't really have a way up right now because we only have one car. You know, the invite's there, but I know, I'll understand because you guys probably can't make it. So, yes. So it's almost it's almost 12 o'clock on Thursday and she gives me a call. Of course, instantly I'm like, what's wrong? Because they're they're on vacation. They just left Friday for Ocean City and won't be back till this Friday. So my first thought is something's bad. Something bad happened. Right, 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 right. So I pick up the phone and she's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at work. Duh. She's like, no, where are you? I'm like, I'm over here by these bay doors. Why? She's like, we're here. Oh, OK. So her and the kids, she and the kids surprised me. They came up to the party. So we had a nice little picnic lunch and there's different games and stuff for the kids to do, like a scavenger hunt, different stuff like that. So they had a good time. Nice. nice. Then this weekend, I didn't really do much. You know, I worked uh, worked half a day Friday because, you know, four 10-hour days. So Friday was half. For for me to get any time overtime pay, it would have to been, I would have to work over six hours because I only got okay. eight hours on my first day because I didn't have me go until eight o'clock instead of six o'clock. So that's two hours I missed out on. And then the you have to actually work 40 hours before you get overtime pay. So we got paid for the picnic, you know, we, you know, clocked out at 12, get paid for the rest of the day, but you have to work an extra four hours and then you'd start kicking the overtime pay. So, okay. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Needless to say, not very many people showed up for work on Friday. Like, I think I counted maybe 10 people. Oh, no shit. But you know, I need the money. So fucking I was there. Solid first work or solid first week though. Yeah. It's, it's a little stressful and overwhelming for me because it's like a lot of like mechanic work, like working on engines and shit, kind of. Oh, I, nice. I don't know any of that. You will. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so you will. You'll learn it. Dude, humans are so conditioned after a certain point. Like everybody looks at a job and they're like, how the fuck does somebody do that? But you know what? That person said the same thing at one point. Now yep. look at it. Oh, and, and really cool thing. The, the guy that's training me, his name is Justin. I was sitting there talking to him. You know, we met each other's families and everything. And. Yeah, I got up and I kind of grunted. I'm like, ugh. He's like, ah. I'm like, I'm allowed. I'm 46. I'm like, 
I looked at my watch and I'm like, oh, actually, I'll be 47 as of a month ago tomorrow. He's like, oh, you're September birthday. He's like, mine too. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. He's like, yeah, mine's the second. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, mine's the second. I've never in my life. Birthday buddies. I, I've never met anybody that shared a birthday with me. So not only do I, you guys, fucking my, the guys are training me you know, to share a birthday. So I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. Well, that's good. Aside from that, didn't do much. You know, watched a couple movies. I watched up. Oh, the 30th anniversary of the Blob remake was this weekend, so of course I had to watch that. Wow. Yeah. Damn. They got the 4K coming out of that one soon. I don't know if I need the upgrade for that, to be honest. I don't. I like my. I like what I got. I got the Scream Factory Blu-ray. I don't think. Yeah, I'm... dude, that fucking cover is awesome on it. I only want it, though, because I like the poster they did make for this one. Just the poster. Okay, that's fair. Nice, dude. But, uh, Good days on the railroad. So nice. Dude. Yeah. I like that you got a picnic in the first week, too. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. But no, yeah, it's been, you know, no kids and wife here. So it's been pretty quiet, pretty boring, actually. A right. lot of people would enjoy it, but I'm used to the, you know, chaos of my kids running around. It's too screaming. quiet. It's too, it is very much too quiet. Chad Daddy's in that existentialism part right now where he's like Squidward and the whole like where he just goes and it's just the vacant room. He's like, what? yeah, yeah, I'm all alone. <laughs> I don't like quiet. I, I I've never liked quiet. I can't. So I always have music playing, man. Drown music, out my TV, something. Yeah. Oh my lord! In heaven, we have the scubas. He made oh it. Oh my lord! There he is. What's up, Scooby? Right. You What's know up, what? Buddies? I think I've talked enough. Uh, Scooby right. Steve, it's your turn, buddy. Well, so you're right in. Better late than never. So, actually, my weekend was pretty cool. I uh, I worked. Most of the weekend, and then what did I do Saturday? Saturday was pretty. Saturday was a busy day. I don't even remember what the hell I did. The highlight of my weekend was last night. We had our very first in-ring event for the wrestling that I do, and no. it was flipping awesome. We had a turnout of about sixty-one people, which oh, wow. nice, dude. yeah. Um, and they all paid. They each paid ten bucks to watch us get in the ring and wrestle, and it was it was awesome. Like legit I, ring this time, or are we legit legit fucking ring? Like oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, we uh we had a legit ring. We had a legit venue that we were at, and it was it was fucking intense. We had a guy come out who is a professional wrestler that came in. Basically, you know, gave us walkthroughs and, and gave us a little bit of training beforehand um, just to show mm -hmm. us how to be safe and stuff. And he's agreed to teach us the correct way to do things. So everybody's like super stoked. Like it, it just went over so badass, man. Like it, it was it was so fucking cool. We had six matches. There was a band that played in, in the intermission. Damn. People actually, yeah, people actually paid to meet me like they paid me wow. like they, they could do meet and greets and they could pick whoever they wanted, you know, whoever they wanted to, to take pictures. Man, with you guys stuff. had a fucking event. Yeah, fucking, it was. Holy shit. Yeah, it was so fucking cool. So I debuted the new look for my character, which is Lord Draven. Uh, right. I debuted the new look for him last night, new mask, painted my face under the mask so I didn't have to wrestle with the mask on, but I did the same kind of paint scheme that I have on my mask, and my match was fucking brutal. So it was just supposed to be a regular match okay. that was a lumberjack match. So everybody on the roster came out and would stand outside the ring. If anybody 
you know, if either myself or my opponent rolled out of the ring, they throw you back in, right? They throw us back in or they could whoop our ass, whichever. Okay. I'm glad you said that. Cause I couldn't remember. It's yeah. been minutes since I've, okay. So it's, it's essentially the roster is half of my, my, my faction is half of the fucking roster. So okay. my faction is called mayhem. So it, half, half of the ring was mayhem. The other half was the ACE roster. Um, so some, at some point, in the middle of the fucking match, the Lumberjacks decided, hey, let's make it a fucking hardcore match. And they started throwing chairs in the fucking ring. <laughs> and we just went to fucking town. Oh, my God. I don't did, did I send you all the clip or did I just send you all pictures? I just saw pictures. I saw pictures. I think I saw, yeah. yeah. I will send you all the, 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 the clip of uh, a little scene that occurred in, uh, in our match. I'll send it later on. But... Um, we were like I said, we just we kind of ad libbed it after the fact because you know it was supposed to be a regular match. We had the script, we knew how it was going to go, we had everything worked out. But then they threw chairs in, and we were like, you know what? Fuck it, let's go. So we just kind of went with it. And man, when I tell you this is this was probably the best match I've ever been in. Granted, it's the first match that was in a ring, right? But it was. It was pretty fucking intense, man, and the crowd fucking ate it up. Now, my character, of course, is a heel, so you don't want people to cheer you. You know what I mean? You, you don't want to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. be booed. And right. man, when I I was getting the booze, I was getting the booze. <laughs> people were like, fuck mayhem. You know, it, it was really cool, and, and I was kind of bummed out, so Mel actually wrestles with us as well right she was supposed to have her debut match last night but she didn't get to do it because uh she had to pick up her boys in san antonio last minute so she was unable to to, to go to the event which sucked but we worked it out we got somebody else to to fill the spot that that she was in and we were able to work it out but it was just it was surreal man like just being in the ring and and especially like the entrances that we did like coming out to the entrances were were fucking amazing like it was just it was a good fucking time like it i can't i can't explain like the feeling that you get from just being in the fucking ring and doing something that you love to do or some, something that you've loved watching your entire life right so let me show you the clip real quick and then i will shut the fuck up hold on let me share my screen real quick uh so Somebody made a meme of it already, though, in the group chat. So it says me and depression. And of course, I'm depression. So let's bring this up right here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, actually, let me make sure that I shared the audio because you have to hear it. Like, fair enough. <laughs> okay, window. You can also uh, upload it as local if that's easier. No, no, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So. My opponent was Striker. His name he goes by Hardcore Striker, and of course I'm Lord Draven. So here we go. Can y'all hear it? Nope. No, there's no sound. Nope. No. I just thought oh, you God. whap that dude in the back though. God damn it. Okay, let me download it and I'll I'll show it here in a bit. All right. Um But yeah, it was it was just fucking fun, man. Like I felt like a legit fucking wrestler. As you like, should. I felt like, holy shit, this is this is something that I've dreamt of. Like, I literally have dreams from time to time where, like, 
I'm at a wrestling event and I get called to go wrestle because, you know, somebody backed out or some shit. Right. right. And so it was it was just cool, man. It was just fucking cool. And that that was my my weekend summed up in literally one day because that that was the most exciting thing that happened. I'm not going to give away the ending of the match only because we're going to put it out on YouTube. Um, on YouTube Jada? It's going to be on YouTube. Right. So we do a biweekly show. Okay. And we don't have a show this Thursday, but we're going to put it out for the episode next Thursday. I uploaded it. Let me see if it'll play now. Let me start it over. Right. Put the lid on it, Draven. Nice. I like yeah. that. So none of that was fucking planned. None of that was planned. That was just all ad lib shit that we did. Now, of course, my character has like a supernatural aspect to him. So I totally ripped off the movie Halloween and stole the Cult of Thorn bullshit. Yeah. So so my my belt that I use to control everybody in my faction has the Cult of Thorn symbol on uh-huh. it. So I have like supernatural power. So I wasn't selling any of his hits. He would hit me, you know, like with his fists and some things I would sell other things. I would just kind of take the hit. But that lid with the trash can, when you take a hit like that, you're supposed to put your hands up and block it with your hands. He fucking ran face first into that shit Ooh. and took that. Yeah, it was great. So that's it. That's all I got. But I'm here mm. and I'm ready. I'm ready to do this shit. Damn. By the way, I, I I would like to point out that John is the one that did not get the memo this week. No. No sleeves. No you sleeves. know what's funny? I didn't have sleeves on. I was like, no. I feel like I, I rocked no sleeves last week. And it was just a beat or two. So I didn't want to, you know. Uh, I, had, I, had to, I had to change as soon as I got <laughs> home, man. My fucking work oh. I'm like drenched in sweat. I do have one more thing. One more thing. Just a bit of good news. So I went to the doctor today. I've been diabetic since I was about 25 years old. Mm -hmm. Had to do insulin. Had to watch what I eat. This and that. Got on a new medication. My numbers are so good. I am no longer classified as diabetic. I have been bumped down to pre-diabetic, which still isn't. My numbers are good. But there is a chance that I will be able to reverse this bullshit nice yeah bro that's awesome man and and i am at the lowest weight that i've been since high school i weigh 234 pounds now fuck yeah bro i wish i could see that sometime yeah that's it that's all i got hell yeah oh what's up heather how you doing uh shout out and uh anybody that's watching if y'all could just do me a solid and share this shit as much as possible i would love you you already know i do anyways that means you brody and gene i know you guys are out there that's all good i was just sharing the shit out of if you're always wondering when i'm looking down that's what i'm doing um so like bob mentioned i was down in the jersey way with him and other friends family uh it was a pretty solid weekend man good drive down there for the most part (laughs) Friday, honestly, compared to last year, was way more chill, which was cool. Mm-hmm. So you definitely got to like scope around. It was the only day I did cosplay, and which is sad, but I'm gonna explain why. 
because Saturday, <laughs> first of all, I spent way too much money at the bar this weekend. Let me note that. So Saturday, <laughs> so I wouldn't do that. We were going to go out and get booze and shit in the morning, right? We're like, all right, let's go out and get our beer run, everything, get it all done so we can enjoy the rest of the day. We literally get around the fucking corner in the wife's car. Now, mind you, I told you boys last week that I was getting some shit done to it and everything like that because we had to. We were going on state, whatever. Uh, long story short, the oil cap was not put back in in the engine. And we drove all the way down to fucking Jersey, just spurting engine the whole or spurting oil the whole fucking way. That bitch was soaked. Um, yeah. So there's a the plaza we were in, which was a really, really big plaza. And otherwise, I would have been very excited to be there because Spirits was already open. And <clears throat> yeah. So there's a car place kind of there called like Four Wheel Auto. And then there was a grocery store. Well, we checked both, to which they both have oil, but they do not have the appropriate kind that we need for Jen's car. So we find the closest auto store, which is AutoZone, which is about 1.3 miles away. So we did a nice trek back and forth. Mind you, it was 95 fucking percent humidity out that morning. So, yeah, I took another shower by the time I got fucking back. And the whole time I'm just fucking just we're like i'm just focused i'm like i'm getting back hopefully we can get the shit in because obviously i get in get the cargo and i still got to run it back and do a diagnostics check make sure nothing else is fucked up you know what i mean yeah and our tyler main photograph shit's like inching ever so closer in timing and i'm like oh my god dude i don't want to waste my money on something else <laughs> like fuck so that's why i didn't cosplay on saturday because i felt my fat ass sweated well and well too much that morning to keep going and uh yeah and then rest of the day was pretty decent up until it was dinner time we ordered from this place called and pizza and eh, whatever it's a chain fuck it um but here's the problem they don't have their own delivery driver so they use fucking doordash well i'm mm. gonna say right now fuck doordash and all that shit uh yeah, $90 worth of pizza that never showed up but supposedly was fucking delivered. Hmm, that's weird. Oh, so that wow. motherfucker made off with tip and either that food or he just gave it to somebody else cuz he saw the amount of people at the hotel and was like fuck this. But uh yeah, so then we there's another trip out that we had to go and fuck get pizza made and blah 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 blah. So we're on the way back with it. At least this is the good part of the story. And Jen and I are the only ones like waiting for the elevator. And fucking Michael Myers himself, Mr. Tyler Main, walks over with his food and he's going up to his room. So we shared a nice elevator ride going up. And uh dude's nice as shit. And because of that, I had to go the next day and go get his autograph and say hello again. And uh I will never I will say, man, that night, Friday night, we we're in the bar with Bob, my brother-in-law, who's six four. And then there's Tyler Maine, who's in the bar, who's also 6'9". I have never felt so fucking short in my goddamn life. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I look, and I'm, like, looking, and my wife's like, well, this is how I feel when I'm talking to you guys. I'm like, just in the land of giants. Like, what is going on? How's it feel, asshole? I wanted somebody to carry me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You're used to being the big fish in the small pond. Yeah, dude. I'm like, oh, I want to be the little spoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. This this yeah, time no. he was swimming in the it's like it's like being a baby shark in the ocean full of a big ass great white and a megalodon. Oh man. 
But no, like dude, the show was a good fucking turnout. Uh, Saturday was fucking off the hook. They did this cool new thing where they had a bunch of like pre-food made up, which was fucking nice. And uh, like I said, I just got Tyler Maine's autograph, and which was nice because it was like kind of that weird like slow part of Sunday, and there was literally nobody in his line, so fucking walked right on over. He's actually got a graphic novel coming out. He was giving, he was telling everybody, and uh, he gave me the slip, and it's him and somebody else. But his whole thing is he uh is fight he fights human trafficking like long story short uh he's got like a, a company that either it's his own or he's part of and everything he did this weekend was donations to that nice. so i was like oh, fuck, oh yeah nice. that's why i was like bro i'm like i have to get his autograph man you know what i mean like and i got a photo with him too but it came down to getting the photo and i was like oh they had one and i missed out i should have did it earlier but they had one of him doing a sexy pose in front of a fucking uh I think it was the, a gravestone. Oh shit! Oh, I was yeah. all gone. So I got the one of him choking the shit out of Danny Trejo because I'm like, man, <laughs> that is like the most saddest, but like one of the best scenes in that fucking movie. I'm like, I yes. gotta get it, dude. Just literally, the part where he's like, I was good to you, and you're like, oh, I was they, good like, to you, Mikey. I'm like, oh Mikey. man. But uh, no, it was a solid week. Like Bob said, Aly- uh, Alyssa Southern was there. Yeah, yeah, her lines. We're fucking ridiculous, dude. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Um, yeah, but but yeah reading, but, I've been reading all the people whining about Kiefer Sutherland's line. Yeah, but that's because well, people themselves are idiots and they bring way too much fucking shit. And it's yes. like, there should be a cap. Mm-hmm. There should be a cap of like five items max. Like, dude, go, you bring anything more than five, go fuck yourself. You're trying to sell shit at this point. You know what I mean? Even Still City is starting to venture towards that. I think that's... Uh, something they're implementing or they have implemented recently no they did that with robert england remember yeah you could only sign three things with him i think it's going across the board now it has to it has to because i know i know some people who are in that line and they're like we were in this line for six hours and we didn't get to him and i know there's there's sometimes they say there's no guarantee well it's like well then make it a guarantee five items that's it don't they also need to yeah, but even at five items, you know they're going to fucking try to sell five items. Well, you know what I mean? Not, like, keep one for yourself and then... And not only that, but it's... I think they also maybe issued too many VIPs. Because there were so many VIPs that were just able to be able to push everybody else. And it's like... Yeah, that was, that was yo, no complaint. You don't need over... You don't need to sell 200 VIP tickets. It should only be like 50. You know what I mean? Like, okay. if you get that yeah. 50, cool. Other than that, sorry. Um... I will say, though, last thing before we wrap this shit up, I got some cool merch. I don't have it all right here. I got another pendant this year, which nice. is nice. Yeah, yeah awesome. <laughs> So you got a classic. And uh, fucking A, bro. So, of course, the wife and I doubled up on shirts like everything we fucking saw because we both had the same taste. But uh, this was an instantaneous, like, saw it and already had money. I got the. Before. I, got, oh, I fuck, have that. I yeah. Bought, I was I like, you never get Tremors, bro. Like, fucking. Yeah, yeah I know you. Fuck, yeah. yeah. That. And then uh, there's another one that I, I'll give a shout out to, but it's uh, Pizza Party Printing. I know Bob and I both have some shit from them, but I picked up their fucking thing shirt there. Yeah, that's nice. I was thinking about that's that, but sweet. I'm like, ah, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, no, man, it was a good time. It, can't wait to do it again. Minus the bullshit that obviously did happen, but we didn't let it completely sway our weekend. Um, yeah, and then today I literally didn't do fucking dick because I just been having been I've been tired from all the fucking weekends. <laughs> but 
But I did watch this movie to which I'm ready to talk about now, and that would be 1984's Night of the Comet. Chad, Eddie, whose pick is this, bud? Yes, this was my pick. Bro, take it away. All right, Night of the Comet released November 16th, 1984. It is the first comet to buzz the planet in 65 million years, and everyone seems to be celebrating its imminent arrival. Everyone that is except Regina Belmont and her younger sister Samantha, two valley girls who care more about fashion trends than the celestial phenomenon. But upon daybreak, when the girls discover that they're the only residents of Los Angeles whom the comet hasn't vaporized or turned into a zombie, they do what yeah, all good valley girls do. <laughs> they go shopping, but when their day of mauling <laughs> threatens to become a day of mauling, these gals flee with killer zombies and blood-seeking scientists in hot pursuit. Yeah! Directed by Tom Eberhardt, Soul Survivor, Captain Ron. Also written by Tom Eberhardt, All I Want for Christmas, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. <laughs> what? The lesser of the sequels. But it still had Rick Moranis. Produced by Andrew Lane, Valley Girl, Mortal Passions, and Wayne Crawford, Barracuda, and Valley Girl. Take it away, Bobby. Starring Catherine Mary Stewart, The Last Starfighter, Weekend at Bernie's as Regina Reggie Belmont, Kelly Maroney, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Chopping Mall as Samantha Sam Belmont, Robert Beltran, Star Trek Voyager, Nixon as Hector Gomez, Mary, wait, no, sorry, Sharon Farrell, Lone Wolf McQuaid, Can't Buy Me Love as Doris, Mary Warnov, Terror Vision, Chopping Mall as Audrey White, Jeffrey Lewis, The Lawnmower Man, The Devil's Rejects as Dr. Carter, yeah. Peter Fox, Airport 77, Mother's Day as Dr. Wilson, John a Acorn, Beverly Hills Cop, Book of Love as Oscar, Michael Bowen, Kill Bill Volume 1, Cabin Fever 2 as Larry Dupree, Devin Erickson, Baby Comes Home, The Mystic Warrior as Minder. There are a lot of fucking names in this. There, I was saying, this is a long-ass cast. I know, I'm like, don't fuck it up. <laughs> Doing good so far, Bobby. Uh, Janice. Oh, no, Lissa, right? That's what I was going to say is that Lissa, yeah, Lissa, Len, Lange, close enough, Say Yes, Dollhouse Murders as Davenport, Janice, Kawei, there we go, Captain Planet and the Planeteers, all grown up as Sarah, and Chance Boyer, One Man Force, Arachnophobia as Ryan. Body count total, Shit, I we do not have down. a total. I the body count total was the, the entire earth. fucking world. Yeah, so the earth. So, so we're just going to go earth. with earth. Everyone. Man. Everyone on the planet. Lord Scoot. Lord hey, Scoot. Gene. Hi, Gene. Music by David Campbell. All the right moves. Mind game. Cinematography by Arthur Albert. Happy Gilmore. Beverly Hills Ninjas. Two movies I love. Edited by Fred Stafford. Conan the Barbarian. Jake Speed. Effects and makeup by David B. Miller, The Terminator and Watchers, distributed by Atlantic Releasing Corporation, runtime of 95 minutes, MPAA rating PG-13, budget 700,000, grossed 14.4 million dollars. Wow. Very respectable. Wow. All right, real quick, I'm just going to get right into it, though. Um, I was definitely... A little bored watching this. Was this your first watch? No. Yes. Yes. 
And also agree with Bob. I was falling asleep. Not my first watch, but even the first time I saw this, I'm like, I get where they were going, but I felt like they missed something. And then I watch it now. There wasn't really a lot of action. No, no, there wasn't. And I'm like, I'm like, this movie's missing something. What the fuck is it missing? And I'm like, I couldn't, I, I, that, and I just couldn't place my finger on it for the time I was watching it. And then you say action. And I'm like, there you go. Well, you know, I, I feel as, you know, I, and that's the reason I jumped on late was because I was finishing it up. I was super tired today, so I, I, I called into work, so I didn't even go to work today. But I had mm. doctor's appointments and stuff, too, so that's why I didn't go. But um, I tried to watch it. I fell asleep. Um, so I, I didn't think I was going to be on tonight because I wasn't going to be able to finish it. But I, I ended up finishing it. Um, and it was just very – it's a good movie. It's a good B movie. You know, it, it's a classic but it just doesn't have that umph, you know, yeah. it, 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 even the climax of the movie was kind of, I mean, there really wasn't a, a, a climax. There was no, there was really no point to where any of our characters felt like they were in a real danger. Even the mall scene was just kind of like, well, they have, they have Uzis like, you know, they're, I they're, love they're that everybody has Uzis though, man. That feels yeah. so eighties to me. Like so eighties, bro. So everybody had an Uzi in the eighties. And, right, and the bro. movie, Uzi movie is, dude. Even the lobby of the of the theater was just like, 80s. I was watching. I'm like, fuck yeah. I I I've been to a theater like that. Like that. I miss it. Yeah, it's very nostalgic. It has a very nostalgic feel. There's just really not a lot of action and real drama that would i guess it's my add no my adhd that that kept me from no there's just more like okay i want to do like the good i want to do like the manager sandwich here i want to give a good a bad and then a good so i feel like cinematography wise and shit like i really liked a lot of the shots especially with just the yeah. cityscape and the coloring looked yeah. fucking cool as hell right so like anytime you see like those scapes and everything those are cool even when you see like the underground facility for the first time and you see like that, that long little, like, matte painting of it like cool as fuck i thought but right it's more of um there's just a not that a lot happens like you get the one yeah. guy who attacks outside the door now granted most people disintegrated because you think most people are knowing this comet sh- shower is going over they want to go out and watch it so boom they're fucking dust so it would make sense that this isn't going to be like a zombie movie per se, where you're going to have like hordes of mass people. Yeah. But, but it just seems like they, sh- I don't know. Maybe just because it, everything happens so fast. Like they, they were in true survival mode yet. Like they were, but you know what I mean? Like they didn't really have to like scavenge for food and stuff yet. I don't know. It's, I feel like it's if it had just a little bit more tension, maybe like the mall dudes needed to like dip out and then come back. Like they needed to be an extra like protagonist in it. Just fucking with the sisters. I don't know. I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to, I'm going to play off kind of what you said because the next morning, even when two sisters are around, there was no sense of um, urgency. And there was also no sense of, like um when you you know like when you <clears throat> let's just say you, you lose like a member of family or someone's close to you and, and you just like you feel deflated 
Right. There was there was yeah. no there was no feeling of. No, they didn't really fucking, seem to care. Fucking Christ! Well, like, yeah, I mean, you know, like they really didn't know what happened to their dad, and there was really no way of finding I mean, out if their dad. The older sister just brought, the older sister just assumed he's dead. Because like yeah. that's when she was telling that one dude who wanted is like, I gotta go check for my family. She's like, you know, they're dead though. He's like, yeah, but I still need to know. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. I don't know, but you're right. Like the sister came out, she was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I just yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But was that was that their mom or their step stepmom? Because I feel that yeah. was total stepmom. Feels. Yeah, they could give a shit about her. Like yeah, yeah, she was a cunt. Of course she was. She was a cunt, dude. Yeah, big time, huge cunt. I was not expecting the punch. Like that was like, oh, we're gonna get a no, battle. She sucked her right in her fucking yeah, face. Holy shit! And she really did oh, hit her, by the way. Oh shit! Oh, wow. It, yeah, it's it's in my notes, but I, I guess uh, the actress Kelly Maroney she just didn't feel like she was selling the slap enough, so she told her, you know, just really hit me. No shit. All right, oh, well, wow. Brody, don't don't go sticking a stick in it. All right, leave it where it is. Don't touch it. You've seen Slither. Don't do it. Right. You've watched the blob. Don't touch it. <laughs> Make somebody else do it, man. Yes, and like and I said, run away. Blob this weekend, so that is perfect timing. It is. It's weird. I feel like because just you know what it is. We like we've had so many potential like comet movies, like The Blob, Killer Clowns, others. Where like just so much more happens, and this is yeah. just like two girls like figuring it out. This there um, was no sense. What was the movie like? Uh, it's like mid two thousand Carriers. You guys ever watch that? No. Kind of gave me those. Came kind of gave me that same vibe. It's just apocalypse thing. Think zombies, but there actually is no zombies. It's just a disease that's literally killing fucking people off. So, like, once you're infected, you're pretty much fucked. And it's just a very more like them trying to figure out their next move, but like, not a lot happens. But that one has a lot more character progression because there's like four people bouncing off each other. Like, I feel like the sisters don't really do much with each other as far as like they argue about the guy. That's about it. They're like, oh, Way to take the last cute dude in the world. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And maybe that's yeah. just he's bad writing by dudes. Not well, but this but this I don't know. Chad be, has it in this is also very much remember this is they're valley girls. This true they're a product of their time. So I don't know if Chad has it in his notes or not, but the director or the writer reached out to school age girls that he knew okay. and asked mm-hmm. them how they would react what, what would they do, do if they woke up that makes sense and this occurred and so he basically wrote this from their answers yeah they'd go to the mall stupid shit like that that's what that's what yeah. teenage girls would do back then so gene says this is one of the greatest zombie alien films ever i, I am I gonna disagree. hard gene? disagree on that one homie. i'm not I I, i'm just I, i'm not gonna disagree i'm just gonna go no i enjoyed this i always enjoy this movie it it, it just has it's one of those films that I can put on and watch and I know what's going on. Even if I, I just have it on as background noise, it's not the best movie. It's not action packed. There's really not a lot going on, but it's just one of those flicks. I, but, but it's like this, like with the cinematography, I love just seeing like a barren LA. Yeah, that shit and I love cool how they hell, pulled that off. I love how they pulled that off. And I'm sure Chad daddy has that in his notes. I love how they pulled that off. Yep. Like it was so fucking cool. Um, I just wish that there was a little, just a little bit more something. 
yeah. give me that dread feeling. One of the sisters should have been sick too, or something. That, or, or if they end up like, the, she's got to like do something more with the kids, put the kids more in danger, or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. you know what I mean. Like, yeah, because she rescued them way too fucking easy. I granted, yeah. she's kind of trained, which is you know yeah. that explains a lot too. If they weren't trained people, they probably wouldn't be where they were. But so I. I don't know, man. It's. I like the idea. I like the premise, but man, this is one where I'm gonna say, like, yeah, you could easily reboot this shit. Still keep it in the '80s, so that way yeah. it makes sense with like the whole shopping montage and shit. Because like, I don't really know what you would do with that nowadays. It would just be like, oh, my cell phones don't work. What the fuck? Like, you know. <laughs> my other issue with this movie was. I don't understand what those scientists were trying to do with the blood. Like they say, we're, we're trying to find a serum, and I'm like, so well, they were, the, but so, they were. So I'm like, so what other solution are you going to do with this blood? I don't see you doing anything with the. You're sitting here pumping it as if you're going to do something. I think, with it. I think that's their main because it was to basically give themselves blood transfusion after blood transfusion as much as they could. Well, they were to prolong. See why why they they were affected and the other people weren't. Right. Which, of course, we as the audience know is because they were in the steel building and it protected them from, which kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, to why me. would steel? Like, it would be, hold on, hold on. Maybe. Not just that. The scientists say, oh, well, we got infected because they kept the fans on and it got in the air ducts, whatever, and it infected them. Air conditioners. The, yeah, the, the, exactly. Yeah, but the, the, you could eat. the steel shed, the steel shed, I'm pretty sure wasn't 100% sealed. Or else she would have fucking sweated her ass off all fucking so night. So you say air conditioner, but I just, maybe that projection booth, 84 wise, maybe it doesn't. You know, it might have been just a legit yeah. sealed room besides like the glass I, where it shoots a through. I mean, I don't like, know. I, I still just, I don't know. Like, I felt the solution they were trying to get just, I don't know. Something just, I, I, I didn't like that. It just didn't work for me because it's like, I thought it was obvious. They were inside, everybody else was outside. You were outside, you were fucked. But you know, one thing I do like about the whole serum aspect of it is it's kind of how it would play out in real life. They're not going to have the serum right away. They're not going to have the answers right away. So they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They think, you know, oh, well, these people weren't infected. Let's just see what's in their fucking blood. Let's get as much of this as, you know, and maybe it was four transfusions, you know. But I also like the fact that they are becoming dumber as they go along oh yeah dehydration yeah. so they just are forgetting what they're doing but like, how much blood yeah. are we supposed to take 300 cc's and the one's like i'm pretty sure that might kill them nah, <laughs> we're good. nah that'll be fine they're brain dead yeah but clearly also, not and yes fucking moving their fingers <laughs> yes taylor i want the instant serum that's what i want please this is not resident evil bobby yeah, but they had That's that shit already made anyways. That's before it happened. So. <laughs> they yeah, this is the, in the age where none of this shit was made. We're like, we don't know what we're doing here. I just... Gene, I'm not saying it can't be one of your jams. It definitely can be. I just, for me, man, I feel like I, I've watched a lot of apocalyptic potential zombie movies. And there's just... Dude, like, to me, like, I'd rather watch Night of the Living Dead if I'm going to watch a comic movie that's going to give me zombies. Yeah. Like, any day of the week. You know... We've said a lot, and Chad's been. Very I know. I'm quiet. waiting for Chad to just come back. In. I, come on, I, Chad, Daddy. I, I disagree. I love this movie. It's, it's no, that's it's, fine. That's what we were hoping needs. for. And I think that 
the problems that you guys have are just kind of what adds to the charm of it, of it being a B movie, you know? Yeah. There is no explanation. You know, we don't need one to further it, to further the story along. It's we, we. I don't need an explanation. I just need something to happen. That too. Yeah, that too. So, but it's because there's so few people left. It's you know, what are these people going to do when they have all this extra free time on their hands? And there's nobody around to tell them no, you can't do that. Yeah, you know, they're gonna, yeah, they're probably going to go shopping and get whatever the hell they want. No, I get it, man. I just anytime any. There's been a few movies where we've watched, and anytime I've had to rewind a movie more than twice because I'm like, wait, what the fuck just happened? I don't even remember. That to me, I don't know. It's a hard sell. Although, did they say what it was that the comet did? Like, was it radiation? No. Was it? No, it just fucking evaporated. No, it just, them. Yeah, because I can't. Maybe, I don't understand so what hot. it could have been that could have just got sucked into the ventilation into an underground lab. It must just. Whatever was on that comet dust just makes things fucking dehydrate, which I do kind of I, I dig the idea. They were like, oh, the last time this came around was when the dinosaurs it's like. Ooh. But now I'm thinking like, yo, man, show me zombie dinosaurs, bro. Like, what the fuck? Now, that would be cool. I just I know, I'm still I maybe just want now more you dehydrated now you me, people. Now you made me think of the fucking daybreakers with the, the fucking vampire chimps that I want. Hell, yeah, I want that. too. <laughs> be awesome. Zombie dinosaurs, goddammit. Zombie dinosaurs and, and, and vamp ships. There's a combo. Versus. Oh my God. <laughs> Sci-fi channel. Get on it. Um, I can understand why people... Maybe if I saw this earlier on, but like Scoob's mentioned, man, I feel like it's just... I need things to like keep my attention. And if it's just more yeah. than just like static shit of just people being people for more than like five minutes, I'm like, okay, I don't care anymore. Cause I can just go watch this shit outside. It is kind of funny though. Yeah. It is kind of funny though. Within a couple years span, we got two mall based movies with Kelly Maroney in it. I mean, three technically, if you want to count fast times at Ridgemont high, this is true. Fair. Wait, second, uh, chop. Okay. I was gonna say, I was like, I'm assuming that'd be the obvious, but I'm just thinking, mall. I'm like, is there any other mall-based horror movies that and it was filmed at the same fucking mall? Hmm. Now you know what the only other mall-based, well, I guess, Dawn of the Dead and Eight-Legged Freaks. I'm talking about the mall. Wrong. Yeah. Wait, what? Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Oh yeah. I don't know that one. I do we do one. that one? <laughs> no, Gene said mall rats. <laughs> Mall rats, yeah. <laughs> I love mall rats. <laughs> Not the director's cut. Not the director's cut. Well, what's wrong with the director's cut? It's way too fucking long, bro. She said, "Like I love get, Kevin but Smith." You get, you get a couple extra seconds of fucking the rook's ass. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. So, you know what? Usually I, you know what? That's a hot take. Cause usually I'm like, no, director's cuts always better. That was one where I was like, yeah, I would have to go back. It's and okay. Re-watch streamed it. up. It's been a long time since I've, I've seen the director's cut one time. So it has been a minute. No, but Chad, I mean, give us your takes, dude. Like you said, you really genuinely enjoy this movie. So I, I don't know what it is. It just has this charm to it. You know, it's, it's that whole eighties feel, you know, I remember, you know, the whole, and this actually was a little before Haley's comet. But okay. that even that even gets mentioned in the movie. Funny enough, I do like the fact that also they you kind of figure out like the world is getting wiped out before it gets to them. 
Yeah, because they so say like they all, lost uh, they lost radio contact and everything. Yeah, all telecommunications shit. I'm still kind of left wondering, like, is there any chance of other survivors, or is that it? Is the human race done? Because if it's the, just them that's left over, we're extinct. There has to be there has to be other survivors it, with with as lucky as they were just to randomly be in the right place at the right time. Other people had to have had that same dumb luck. Oh, you got to think. I'm enough. thinking there, so. There's got to be probably like a ton of cults that were like that Heaven's Gate cult, like a lot of Doomsday comic cults that would have been underground and safe and secure. You don't well, think they would have went to other scientists? They're like, woo, what's here? Oh no, they might. There, there could have been other scientists as well that that you know were able to hide away and, and you know do the things correctly. There could have been people working underground. Yeah, when and then just got fucking right? lucky doing that. You're like down in the salt mines or something like that. You're taking your fucking ride up, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shifting the coal mines. Fucking right, man. No, that's maybe, and maybe that's what it could have explored more. I mean, did they ever make a sequel to this or no? No, no. But like other, like if they did, I would want it more around the world, different spots, like. Something like that. People awakening up. <laughs> Brody, if the Bible's correct, dude, I was going to go there. God damn it, Anyways, I was like, this is a. I'm just saying, this is a Bible connection thing, man. We're going to have two sons and or two kids, and well, at least the kids weren't related, you know. No, know, but and you know, I I was I was so I was sitting there thinking, okay, if this is all that's left, okay, well, at least they're not related. They're not related. So if these two have kids. And so, like, I'm trying to calculate, like, how far it would have to go before it was the, actually the, fucking Before insane. the crossover? Yeah, before the crossover. Well, luckily, that sick. other dude showed up. The arcade yeah. kid. Which, yeah, so there's one more bloodline before it's crossed. Which, that seemed kind of... I didn't know if that was going to go anywhere more with it. Like, I'm glad they kind of went back to it. But it was just like, oh. Some the one thing I thought about Mercedes. that was... What I thought about that was really, really stupid, though, was after she finally beat his score... His name just completely disappeared instead of no. It would down. drop down. Yeah. Yeah. I was mad about that too. I'm like, that's not how score systems fucking work. <laughs> this was but the okay. '80s. Everything gets going into oblivion. Yeah, absolutely. No, I like that she had a video game addiction though, man. She was definitely like, no, I need all top leaderboard. That was cool. <sighs> I mean, like I said, I like the aesthetic of this film. I love the whole scenes in the mall, like especially when it started bopping girls who just want to have fun. I knew that was going to happen before it even fucking happened. For some reason, it just felt like it was going to be natural to it. But I, I um, like, though, how that, that song is a remake. Yeah. I mean, I was just singing. That was. That but, is it's like a year after the song came out and it was already it was already yeah. a remake. I mean, I was singing personally. Girls just want to have lunch while I was watching it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now going I back mean, to the whole thing, you know, and I think maybe maybe that's why. You know, while they're at the mall, why the guys got the drop on them so quickly is because girls legit thought they were alone now. You know, they hadn't really run into anybody else aside from Chicote. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. I, I mean, you the, guys, you, I don't know what 80s, else to say, really. No, 80s mall would be a fun place to have, like, chill out, dude. Shut up, Joe. Fucking uh, <laughs> apocalyptic area. Basic, Bible B, basic. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, like I said, I love the empty city looks. Any of them, you see that, that that's a character in itself. It's just yeah, the empty city. Definitely. 
And did you catch the uh the uh god damn it uh-oh the poster on the door when the guy that she banged at the beginning gets eat, pulled out by the zombie i saw red, lon shaney on one it says red dust a movie called red dust oh huh. yeah it's for a movie called red dust and they turned into red dust hmm i feel like we should have got two a couple more of those like those people though like the super dehydrated people yeah i yeah i i feel like they're like i said there would have been homeless people that shack up random places there should have been a little bit more of these dehydrates that's what we'll call yeah. them. yeah um throughout the city and i i feel like that would have caused a little bit more Right. Of, like, uh, where's all the cooks that were in the walking coolers at those moments in time? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. we should, you know what we should have got? Homeless zombies versus chuds. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. That would They're be super nice. dehydrated, so they start eating the chuds. <laughs> oh. Bloody like disgusting. It. If you're listening, get this word out. Yeah, it's, uh, chuds. yeah, I don't know, man. Like, Maybe because I set myself up in my head and I was just like, ooh, maybe this will be like Night of the Creeps. And it oh, wasn't no. Night of the Creeps. No. no. Damn it. No. And I could have I I told you to set your sights lower for that. And maybe that's what it was, dude. You know what I mean? Maybe it was the whole situation of uh, watching The Evil Dead 2013 before going to watch Rise. And she was just like, damn it. Shouldn't have done that. But uh, y'all want to hear what our beloved DKB has to say? Yes, I do. All right. Let's pull in. Well, how do you fucking do to you there, folks? It's your DKB here back for another episode of Goramore. And this week I'm here to talk to you about Night of the Comet. Just going to dive straight into it. I love the overall visual representation of this film, that whole 80s aesthetic, that style, tone, whatever it is throughout the color grading, uh, the lighting. Um, yeah, just that overall visual representation of what the 80s was truly about. I can definitely tell you now that the sound design, when that comes in late over the top of the finished product throughout the soundtrack, oh my God, it's like, nostalgia if you really wanted to make a modern day like if you wanted to make an 80s styled film today i'd i'd personally go back and have a look through this film for that visual representation of what 80s was and was all about you know you've got your cinema the arcade the shopping mall the clothes that the uh, characters wear just that whole get up of everything just molded into one and just just really knows how to capture the essence of that 80s. And I fucking thought that was actually pretty cool, even though it was a product of a time that was filmed in the 80s. But it just looks so good today to even see it on the screen. And, like, I think I watched this in 1080p, whatever, and I think it still holds up. So it's really cool to, like, even if you just mute this film and you watch it for the imagery, you definitely know what time, uh, what era this was made. And I thought that was really cool how they are able to capture that. Yeah, so the characters in this film I thought were done pretty damn fine to me. Uh, the two lead actresses really fucking killed it in this film. I thought they bounced off each other pretty damn well at times. I mean, you definitely have the older sister who was a bit of a leader, the rebel. Then you have the younger sister who was a little bit of a dimwit. Um, but yet, yeah, they were still able to collaborate together. And, um, yeah, you know, just the dialogue between the two definitely captured a little bit of realism in there too, how they were able to sort of bounce back and forth between siblings. And I thought that was done well. Um, uh, I, I kind of felt I was a little bit bummed that we didn't get any more zombies. I mean, we sort of got to know what they they were in this world now. Uh, a bit of a cannibalistic 
but they were sort of switched on at the same time. They knew what they were doing to an extent. So I, I kind of wish that we had got a little bit more of them, but for what we got, it was still pretty damn cool. Um, then you have these bloodthirsty punks that pretty much take over a shopping mall. The leader of those punks was fucking awesome. He's probably my favourite character in this film, and I only wish we had got a little bit more of. He kind of felt to me like the Joker from the DC comics, maybe because of the visual representation of his face how it's sort of stretched out a little bit long to that extent with the beak nose and the longer chin type thing i don't know he just sort of had this bit of uh, charisma about him these characteristics of the joker and he was a little bit over the top with his performance but it was just every time he was on screen i was like oh my god just i really wanted to you know see a little bit more of him uh and then we have the government they sort of come in and sort of take over. So, yeah, you have a little bit of zombies in the first uh, first quarter of the film. The middle, it's these punks. And then the last fucking part of the film, scientists that sort of come in. Uh, yeah, they're they're just fucking idiots. Let's just say that. You know, yeah. they think they know everything. They know fuck all. Anyway, they're a bunch of dicks. When you watch this film, I won't spoil shit. Check it out. You need to. So probably the biggest thing I have a problem with this film is for the fact that we don't actually start getting like like proper violence or action or anything until like the last 40 minutes of the film. I actually had a fucking look. It took like 50 minutes for this film to actually get into something like pretty damn fucking good. I'm not saying that the first 50 minutes was shit by means. I just felt like we'd already set up the premise in the first 10 to 15 minutes and yet we somewhat linger on these two siblings for like another like 20 30 minutes whatever it is and then the good shit starts happening so i really didn't need that cut the majority of that shit out i don't give a fuck even if it cuts 20 minutes out of the film and we have an hour length film it would have been better for me personally just would have captured my attention a little bit more because realistically i was dozing off throughout the first half of this film and like, I'm not saying this film shit by any means, and I totally understand the direction they were heading in now after watching it, but when I first tried to watch it a couple of years ago, I turned it off, and I knew I turned it off for a reason and never finished it, and that was for that reason. <laughs> so thank fuck I was able to actually sit down today and probably watch it from start to finish and review it for that. But, yeah, like, at the end of the day, it took a little bit too long to get into it, and last half was, like, fucking cool as fuck. So, yeah. So, yeah. At the end of the day, I think it's definitely worth your time to go out and watch this film. It definitely has that B-movie cult status in the horror community. Um, I see it every now and then pop up from time to time. And, yeah, um, and I can really appreciate it for the extremely low budget that it had and it grows back a fucking fair bit from my understanding. So, um, yeah, definitely go and suss it, see what you reckon. And if it's not for you... Throw it in the trash. Whatever the fuck you want to do with it. But anyway, this is your DKB giving it a Goromor score of a three-point motherfucking five. And wow. I shall catch you gentlemen next week. I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about the fucking film. And, yeah, keep on keeping on. Peace. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you, gang of king of nigga. All right. Uh, real quick, I mean, uh, I have a tornado warning here. So if I just go bye-bye, that's what happens. Right. <laughs> as long as you don't go fly fly that's right. you're okay but i've always wanted to fly i believe don't do it, I could, no. counter, um, you're not gonna end up in doing the helicopter yeah, yeah right. start swinging sure. that meat mop. you fight the tornado yeah. with that meat <laughs> i want to see that movie bobby versus the tornado it's the, no it's, huh? it's gotta call it's gotta call it meat mountain versus tornado so i want to reiterate on something that bob was talking about when that was the uh the 
the stock boy leader. I don't know what you want. I can't remember what his name was. I know it said it on the thing, whatever. I did like his character. I'm glad Brody mentioned that. And that's why I feel like maybe they shouldn't have killed him off in the way they did. Like, yeah. they would have brought him back as, like, another, like, extra antagonist into it. Just because he did have, he had a cool fucking look. I wasn't getting Joker, but for some reason, my vibe that I was getting was, uh, he reminded me of Christopher Lloyd from fucking Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. Yes. With a sweet the glass. Judge. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, all right. So Brody gave us a three and a half. Is there anything else that we, uh, we feel we need to talk? We're at an hour, so I feel like I, I, I got I, what I, wanna, I said. I want to hear what uh, Chad has behind the curtain of this one. All right. I, wanna, I also want to know like if there was more to it and they just couldn't do it or whatever. But Chad, give us that rundown. All right. So when cheerleader Samantha Belmont is playing at the radio station as a disc jockey, she says she's taking requests from all you teenage comet zombies. That was actually the working title of the film. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or comet mutants, whatever it was she said. But yeah, that was the actual working. Uh, also, Kelly Maroney improvised the Uzi line when the weapon jammed for real. Director Tom Eberhardt told the cast to react to any unexpected occur- occurrences in character since time and budget were tight and they needed to avoid retakes. Were we talking about the AK line? That and I think when she when it jammed that she just kind of rolled her eyes. Yeah, but that was a common occurrence though, wasn't it? I feel yeah. like I remember that back in the day, where like AKs can get fucking like mud in them and shit. They're like, all right, we're still fucking good. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> fucking a, bro. I got the two police officers who were seen riding motorcycles in Samantha's nightmare were actually location cops who worked on the movie, stopping traffic so filming can be done. So. Thank you for bringing that scene up. That was another thing that I was going to kind of poop on a little bit. That's two zombie scenes that were both fucking dreams. They weren't even real. Yeah. That pissed me off. Was and like, that was God the best. It. And that was the best zombie makeup of the whole movie. It was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck, yeah. dude? I mean, granted, thank you. One dream scene. We got her to get down to her skivvies and we we're like, all right. My mm-hmm. energy, my interest is peaked. Uh, <laughs> it was like the uh, nightmare scene in um, American Werewolf in London. Yes. Oh, uh, give me some recollection here. I'm fucking brain farting. Uh, when da- when David has the nightmare where the Nazi zombie things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, "Yep, Nazi werewolf zombies." Hell yeah! All right, what else we got, buddy? Uh, so this is what uh, Scoob's talking to the scenes of an empty Los Angeles were filmed in the morning on normal business days. The shots of the barren city were done quickly while the traffic was held up at stoplights. You're good, Scott. Wow, that's actually, yeah. Oh, okay. I like that actually. <laughs> I don't know why I like that fact. Uh, yeah, right there, Scoobs. He was just laughing because I muted him one because he was eating his chips. <laughs> <laughs> don't need crunching over what you're telling. <laughs> right. Remember when we used to Bob used to get yelled at by Boss Man all the yeah, time back so in the day. Always, every episode he was sitting there eating. I would games. be like eating Skittles or some fucking shit. Dude. <laughs> I got hungry. That's all right. It happens. All right, continue. Uh, continue. Chance Boyer, who plays the little boy survivor Brian, is the real life son of actress Sharon Farrell, who played Doris the Cunt in the film. Doris the Cunt. <laughs> I threw that part. Right. Who's Doris? Honestly, she was a cunt. She, she was, oh dude. Oh my god, yes, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't kind of disagree with 
her little shtick on the chain of command thing, but she was but still a if, bitch. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's still a bitch. Mean, Let's change it. It might be a chain of command, but if it's a stepmom, sorry, here's a little chink in your chain. Ooh. You're bad or good. Uh, what else we got, buddy? Let's see. The movie theater featured in the beginning of the movie is the historic El Rey Theater at 5515 Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles, California. Nice. Is also, that the theater we get? What was the movie where like everybody was going to see shit and like everybody was dressed up, but it was just like generic stuff? Oh, pop popcorn. Was that what it was? Yeah, was, was that popcorn. at El Rey as well? No, they filmed that in Jamaica. Oh wow, way off. Okay, anyway. I still love that beginning scene, dude. Because I just like yeah. that, that's Monster Mania, but it's like I don't know, like. It's, Maybe it's, that's what we should do, Bob. Let's just do generic fucking monster air or alien costumes, dude. So that, I, dude, that's, I, would, that's, I would love to. It's funny you bring it because that's that's why I love the beginning of uh, chasing Amy because it was shot at Comic Con. That's what Comic Cons are like. Yeah, right. That's true. Man, I watched chasing Amy in a fucking minute. <sighs> we were talking a random fucking view of shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and funny thing, I was just thinking the other day that I wanted to watch the Clerks animated series. So I dug the DVDs oh. out. I was gonna say I have it on DVD. Hell yeah! Right, you can't see it anywhere else, really. I don't think. Yeah. Awesome. All right, what else we got, homie? Uh, Kelly Maroney kept one of the two cheerleader outfits that she wore in this film. Mm. Yeah, I like the blue. And, I like the blue and pink one. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. nice. That's the one she wore in the beginning, right? Yeah, that's the one right next to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. the production the production designer john muto used what he describes as a comic book sensibility for the film's overall look characters were given specific colors with the bad guys excuse me in blues and grays and the sisters in brighter colors regina's colors were deeper than samantha's to reflect regina being more intellectual than samantha and samantha was wackier than regina for example samantha's cheerleading outfit is magenta and turquoise I like it. Yo, did you notice, man? And I'm just, I don't know what it was in me. Anytime I hear this, like my brain starts thinking like inflation and like what it would be. Dude, she said she spent $80 on that sweater in 84. Dude, the fucking. What would that be now? Dude. Like. Okay. But just, just think about this. The, The guy selling the little antenna bobber things. Yeah. In the theater, was selling them for nine fifty. Fuck. In nineteen eighty four dollars. Which right? shows Holy quarter. That should have been like a buck at the most, maybe. I wouldn't yeah. even buck at that time. I mean, obviously I was even fuck man, I still had a year to go before I popped out, so I was only two. But I yeah, man, that is kind of Well wait, when were I mean like I feel like dollar stores were super heavy in the nineties. I don't necessarily remember them in the eighties, but maybe there was like five and dime stores in the 80s it wasn't like okay. dollar general or anything like that none of those existed but it was just like saying, man og dollar stores for me dude i got so many comics from them dude and they were all image comics and shit dude <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dude i remember there was this very very short period of time where you could buy like current recent comics at walmart yes do they still have comics but the shit they have now is like it's some way different I don't even I've never heard of it or anything like that. Anytime like, I see them, it's like the, the packs of like DC comics 
But like you could just legit buy just individual issues. They had a little rack and everything. Nice. Yeah, I miss those days, dude. I miss just going to the deli when they had new issues and shit like that. Fucking, there was this one that always had the comics right next to the deli, so the old man would fucking order a shit, and I'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah. I, st- I started my comic collection at a uh, pharmacy that was in downtown, and Gene probably remembers. It was called Caruso's. We always nice. go there and get new comics, yeah. Nice. Awesome. All right. What else we got for uh, some um, sweet nugs? Let's see. Catherine Mary Stewart did almost... Almost all of her stunt, own stunts, except for riding the motorcycle through Los Angeles. The long shots of her on the motorcycle are a stunt woman, while the close-ups are Samantha, are Stuart done. Uh, it was done by putting the motorcycle on top of a flatbed truck. Oh, seems easy enough. Fair enough. That's, that's common. They do that in a lot of movies. Yep. Nice. When Samantha is arguing with her stepmother, Doris, in the beginning, actress Sharon Farrell actually slapped Kelly Maroney for real. Maroney felt like she wasn't getting the right reaction to Farrell's fake slaps to her, and asked Farrell to slap her for real in order to get an authentic response. She also didn't want to waste too many more takes and wanted to wrap up the scene due to the low budget. What other movie did that? I mean, I'm sure that's happened in many movies. No, that's not the one. I'm thinking more of a comedy, and it's kind of recent. Um, This is the end. You yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. When Michael Sarah gets fucking slapped by Rihanna, like that. Rihanna. Shit, oh yeah, yeah. That that's what was it was. Legit yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she, he was because he actually was like, "Hey, can I touch your butt?" She's like, "Only if I can actually slap you." And she fucking man, she hit him hard in that shit. I bet it, it was worth it. I bet oh, it was I worth got, it. I got. Oh yeah, bro. Totally I, worth it. If Michael Sarah was like, "Yo, can I touch your ass?" But you could hit me, be like. Fucking a, bro. He's getting fucking. He's getting that powder like slap <laughs> shit when those two. Oh my God. I like that? how John flipped it. The other yeah, one. I like how John flipped it because I was talking about. Yeah, I was agreeing oh, with touching Rihanna's no, ass. I just wanted yeah. to slap yeah. the shit Michael out of Sarah fucking, touching my ass. I want to slap the shit out of Michael Sarah just because he's a. I hate him so much, dude. Like, dude, that's Scott like, Pilgrim. What do you do to you? Listen, I love Scott Pilgrim, but it's just like do something different. <laughs> I I love how you flipped it on the on its head there. (laughs) You can slap my ass, but I'm gonna slap the shit out of you, boy. All right, what else we got, Chad? Okay, we already talked about that. Um Let's see. As Regina emerges from the movie theater, the morn- morning after the comet, a poster for Death Race 2000 can be seen on the other the- on the theater door, and Murray Warrenoff appears in both films. Oh, nice. Nice. I've never watched a Death Race movie. Me neither. Like, either. I don't know. What was it? What- wasn't it Jason Statham that like redid? I was that? just gonna say he was in one of them, the more recent ones. Probably the he first, it, first yeah. one I thought, right? And then. I think I know the motherfucker that played Luke Kang was in him. That was like the only reason I was thinking about watching it. But I was like, ah. but all right. Anyway. Okay. Let's see. Where was I? Um, so Mary Warnoff initially had doubted the film would have any longevity saying in 1986, that it's not a cult movie at all. It's a fad movie. She wanted to explain that the film will date very quickly because it's about Valley girls shopping at the mall and the bomb. It's not ahead of its time, and it's not behind its time. It's just a combination of in elements, and that's another thing is that you know it's kind of a kind of an allegory to uh, you know the nuclear, the fear of nuclear war back then too. 
that's crazy because i didn't for some reason that just didn't even resonate with me until you just said that but yes i can totally see that absolutely yeah, especially given the given the time yeah, growing up in the cold war was kind of a scary thing <sighs> you've been through a lot chad daddy you've been through a lot of <laughs> <laughs> i'm generation x you know we're a bit, we're badasses we're prepared for anything just say, like, at this point in time, if you think about all the shit you fucking been through, <laughs> how many world-changing fucking events do we have to deal with? Right? <laughs> God damn it. Just stop for five years, please. Just everybody just... Okay. Continuing on, jo- Joss Whedon has cited this film as a big influence for her original film script of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What? Oh. Okay. That's a leader. You say the film version of Buffy? Well, yeah, because oh, I guess the Valley Girl, yeah. See, that was the thing. Like, I never got the Valley Girl vibe so much in the series. No, no, it was really highly toned down. Yeah, like even in the very first episode where she was still discovering. Like, I, I can't believe I even fucking remember that, but she still wasn't super like Valley Girl. Not like how she was in the movie, where it was just the cheerleader. Like, yeah, fuck off. Well, well, the series is is a sequel to the movie and not a remake, so. That's was it? Yeah. Yeah, because at the start of the series, she already knew she was the slayer. Oh, talk I, about didn't her movie. Had, yeah. I didn't think she had any training with uh what's his name? Because I thought Giles was just ultimately her tra- right? Giles? Is that what his name? Giles. Giles. Giles, Giles, yeah. No, she had a different watcher, whatever they were called. I yeah, can't remember the no, dude's name did. from the movie. Okay. I didn't know okay, so I thought it was just kind of more of like a retcon, like we're gonna start from scratch again, but I think a little bit of both, but it was more sequel reboot. Hmm. You know, I remember the first time I saw that. No, the first time I saw that, dude, they aired the movie and then they aired the first episode. And I was so pissed that they didn't use the same actress. I was a kid, though, so I didn't really understand the concept of like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of transferring over. Obviously, nowadays we get that shit. But yeah, Uh, don't mind me. I'm watching my skies literally turn dark. Sweet. Uh, Bobby, goddammit. It's not That's multicolor, right? Are we gonna see Bobby just turn into red dust? Like? No, it's not multicolor, no. it's just turning dark. Like we got we got like God a, damn it, we Bobby. Got a, we got a storm coming. So. It's a twister. Twister. <laughs> hey, speaking since we were, what you think that a lot of people would have still lived because there was still a lot of lead-based paint on houses back then. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot yeah. of people there would be a lot more people. Unless like somehow the dehydrated people just started really like murdering them but we really only got one kind of zombie moment where somebody was eating somebody else this is true but he was still functioning too you know what i mean like he was talking and shit that's why i don't consider that a zombie well but then you could argue uh return to living dead yeah you got a point there. Said more brains. What? <laughs> Said more paramedics. Continuing uh, on, Robert Beltran initially turned down the role of Hector Gomez because he did not want to play Hector as a temple, typical cholo type. Fair. Oh, was, that's what Gene was talking about earlier. I'm like, I was, was disconnected on that. Gotta go back on. He said something about uh, Cowboy I'm, Curtis or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh no shit. Cowboy Uncle Hector. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he, that was great for him. What else you got, buddy? 
Okay, let's see. Like many horror films in the 70s and 80s, this film has several critiques of consumer culture contained within the plot and the dialogue. Perhaps the best example is when the think tank is looking for Regina and Samantha while pondering on where the girls might be. One member of the think tank says that the shopping mall and the arcade area are an absolute monument to consumerism. Boy, ain't that the fucking truth. Not wrong. Nowadays, I mean, the nowadays the mall looks like the movie this movie did, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, where would people go nowadays? Be like, well, the WalMarts, Target, Walmart. Sorry, Scoobs is just like, God damn it! I hate that. That's right. <laughs> Although I'd go to my mall because Bass Pro's to- there, and Bass Pro would- has a lot of weapons. Our mall is still pretty busy here. I'd say mine actually is too. Now that I think about it, not here. Mm. Yeah, no, we have guns in our mall, so that's why I'm like, you know what? I would go to our mall. <laughs> like, fucking a. No, the one up here would, because it has um, probably's got dicks, right? It does. No, not yeah. no. Um, Dunham's. Oh yeah, that would that has good. Dunham's, and it also has a uh, on the one end of the mall, and then the other, and it has like a, it's like Tractor Supply, but it's called something else. Country Max. No. Mm. Anyway, something close, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure they have guns too. Hey man, who hasn't thought about that? Like, where the best part? Like, I was like, because I would be like, yo, either the mall or straight up the there's the armory on the other side of the town. I'm like, I could just go to the armory. They got uh, two tanks there and some other shit. So it's <laughs> good luck tank. getting in. Yeah. Well, that's why I figured the mall, or worst case, go across from the mall and just go to Dick's. Either one. All right, enough of this bullshit. What else we got, Chad? Did anything else? The waving clown in the first desolate shots of downtown Los Angeles is the same one that Pee Wee Herman locks his bike to in Pee Wee's Big Adventure and subsequently gets stolen. <laughs> oh my god. Pee Wee. Oh, too soon. <sighs> yeah. Poor man. Heather Langenkamp auditioned for the role of Samantha and was the number one choice on the casting list, but ultimately the part went to Kelly Maroney. She was there this past weekend. Yes, she was. And she still looks good. great. She yeah. looks great. I'm glad we were both on the same thought with that. <laughs> well, funny thing is, um, last November when they did the Monster Mania in um, Maryland? Oaks. No, in Oaks. Oh, okay. Um, I ended up in a photo op with her and Robert England because my one buddy Mike had like three people. And he says, do you want to be the fourth? So like the, day, the, the girls were all like they were all like kind of near Freddie and Heather Langkamp's like someone come down here with me and I came over she's like hi she's like looked up she's like hi I'm like hi you should have put her on your shoulder <laughs> I was like I could I could bring you up here if you want <laughs> right <laughs> she's not used to fighting fucking giant monoliths of people more of a <laughs> giant monolith that's a nice way to put it giant monolith. <laughs> Yo, man, if, when you stand next to Bob, you will understand why I say that's what I, I have to be next to the YouTube very soon. Like I said, I feel just so tiny. <sighs> that's what I'm saying, because John made me feel tiny and I'm tall for a Mexican. So I always power. <laughs> he is. He's everyone. A, he's a tall dude. I'm tall for his fat. I mean, Mexicans are short. I know. I remember you guys oh, were so my... surprised when I first showed up. You're like, wow, you're yeah, I was like, holy shit, you're like, huge. Yep. I was like, God damn it. So I can only imagine. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure standing next to Bobby is going to be like Chad Daddy standing next to you, John. Pretty much. 
I feel like, <laughs> like Chad Daddy standing next to me. By the way, John, I was, I was telling Steph the other day about uh, that great picture from Steel City Con from the uh, costume contest. Oh, me just staring out the door the other way. <laughs> I've oh, been yeah. trying to find it. I I think I have it. Listen, I still say I like I literally had no idea they were filming. I literally just poked in there. It's like, oh, cool. There's fucking cosplay contest know, going that on. Picture, that picture just turned out so so much funnier than it was intended. Just like that was it, it was almost like an unintentional middle finger to the con. I was like, I don't give a flying fuck, dude. Like, you know, but really, I'm actually just looking at the con. I was like, oh man, look at all this cool shit. <sighs> yeah. Oh man, that was that was a great con. Fucking a, dude. I was man. I would love to go back, dude. Like Steel City this week. Woo! If I didn't just spend a bunch of fucking money, I would love to go to this one, man. There's a bunch of motherfuckers. If I had a couple paychecks saved up, I, I would think about it, but I just don't. No, I would definitely there do is, Steel City, dude. There's an awesome horror con coming to Houston mm-hmm. this coming weekend, I believe. Ooh. Um, and I would love to go, but I'm already gonna go next the following weekend to go see death clocks. So oh, nice. Huh? You know, there's always the idea and I've always, uh, it was a discussion this weekend a lot, but I want to go to one or more of those like expo shows where they unveil all like lawn decorations and like house shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I want to go to one of those. I think we should all yeah. fucking hit one of those. Though. That'd be like a whole different. That's like vibe. the ultimate dad convention right there. Dude, didn't right. They, do, they literally did that in that one uh, King of the Hill episode. Remember that? Yeah. No. They went to the, it's like a lawnmower show. Don't you remember like the the virtual reality lawnmower? I honestly don't. It mm. was it was like very early. It was like the first couple seasons. Man, I can't believe I'm. You know, I've seen footage from those shows, and I, I'm assuming it must have been a demo table to show like what some new rigs could do. But man, they had this sweet fucking legit. Everything was miniaturized, and it was an RC tractor with this new fucking plow and great system. And they were doing this, and I was like, "Bro, if they were to let... and there's literally like thirty dads and grandpas <laughs> all sitting there just watching it. They're like, you know what? You <laughs> up to them with our nerdy shit. We're like, hey, we're doing this. They would give you shit all day long, but it's yeah, like you you're something. sitting there watching an RC car. How many of them were wearing these black and red shorts? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Need like these blue and white shorts. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and no, they're all pair, wearing tight I've blue jeans of, and tucked in shirts. Actually, uh, I got a pair of white and red shorts just like them over there in the drawer. <laughs> no, these dads were hey, all so, fucking like all like far uh, tractor central or central tractor dads. I, I might have to go to this horror festival after all this weekend because Tom Atkins is going to be there. Oh, you got to go, Tom Atkins. Tom Askins, please, Tom Askins you can get a there. picture. You're like, yo, you want a picture? Be like. You. but can i get it over your ass please <laughs> and and weird that we were just talking about the original buffy christy swanson's gonna be there also oh no shit I think I, yeah, I, it's called the houston it's called the houston horror film festival oh they're having festival. the halloween 45th anniversary cast reunion nick castle will sandin sandy johnson pj souls nancy loomis john michael graham and nancy stevens will be there nice there's a whole shitload of people. They got people from Terrifier, Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, Scream, different screams, different ones. Yo, are we going to have a shit Terrifier too? Because I just, after rewatching no, the other day, could, I... I think we could throw that on this year, though. Bro, after watching that, I would love to have... Because I feel like there's going to be some 
deep discussion in that movie. Not so much about the movie, oh, but yeah. just the ideas of where what the fuck's going on and where's it gonna go. But this is a weird choice. Sean Patrick Flannery from Boondock Saints is gonna be there. Everybody's horror movies. Late two, homie. Him. What the fuck you talking about? Wait. Well, I know, but wait, no, no, no. no. Sean Pat- Wait, is that the other one? That's the yeah, other brother, right? Yeah, that's the other brother. Norman Reedus. Yeah, you're thinking Norman Reedus. Look at his IMDb. I mean, he's probably done a horror movie. Weird. There's always know, there's always one go. usually early in the career. The only thing I can remember I him from, aside from Boondock Saints, is fucking Young Indian Jones Chronicles. Mm. Oh, yeah. He was in that. You know what? I'm sad, and it was a missed opportunity, because, like, Sunday I realized, uh, what's his name? Fucking from Lost Boys was there. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland. No, 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 Bill and Ted. Um, Alex Winter. Alex Winter. Alex Winter. Oh, and I totally was like, ah, we should have came in freaked cosplays. <laughs> like nobody uh, had them. I would have just had the sock that. with the eyeballs. Honestly, I would have just sent super simple and just fucking. Had... He would have loved that, right? Like he, there was a little picture on his banner of it. You could barely see it unless you're right over there. But didn't he direct that? Did he? He might have. I mean, I, I know think. he directs. I, yeah, he's, he's directed a ton of shit. And the other thing was, for some reason, they didn't have a freaked photo op, which they should have, because Randy Quaid was there. And I'm like, well, bro, mm-hmm. like, that's, that's yeah. the two mains. So. Okay, continuing on. Um, the main female character, Regina, is an expert video game player in the movie. Uh, Stewart starred in another film the same year as this one, The Last Starfighter, in which the main protagonist also is an expert video game player. Never watched it, but I've always seen it. It's like a good movie. Cover and stuff. Yeah. Really, really one of the first CGI movies. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Okay. During the crowd scenes at the beginning, there is a very brief shot of LL Cool J on a microphone. What? Oh. It's like two seconds. Blink and you'll miss it. I guess watch so. The, watch the opening credits again and you'll see it. Yeah. Showing the people all lined up in New York City or something for the comet. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, could you imagine if that was like if you did redo this, but with technology now, like where people could like be interfacing with other people? You know what I mean? Like people would be live streaming this shit, obviously, as it happens. Oh yeah. So like would you notice like that disc like that shit fucking up right away, or would you not even be able to live stream before it happens because it's interfering? Like, I don't know. She is in the other room with her. Oh brother. man, you are on check yeah. right now. <laughs> Yo, wow. She was like, oh, you get back to work. Go back to work. No, checking it out of oh, that's fantastic. Wondering what the fuck that's we were great. talking about. Jeez. <laughs> I can't do nothing, man. First, she didn't let me buy the goddamn animatronic at fucking Spirit Store today. Well, oh. the animatronic. Which one? The fucking killer clown one, the new one. Oh, I thought oh, you were gonna, that no, thing looks so I was hoping cool. you were going to go with the Martian. Dude, I think the Martian's... Awesome. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I did see the leather oh. face. I did see the yeah. leather face. It looked kind of... It looked kind of... <laughs> eh. I'm going to block you from the fucking feed right now. <laughs> Mama is Add not to happy. block list. Mama is not happy. Okay, continue. Go on. to work. Uh, at the, continue. At the this was another thing I came home with the other day. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Kill that bitch with fluff. I gotta thank our friend uh, Pete Ward for this fucking thing. It's way better like, than I expected. Do you, that's what she said. That's right. Do you, in, ah. do you inflate that or something? Yes. No, I, you have to. 
Oh, is it inflatable? Yeah, and I tried doing it, but it's like a big fucking man beach ball, and I ran out of breath the other day, so I got to get the compressor. So, <laughs> my buddy filled his with, like, fluff. I guess he had one of the original runs, and with the original runs, uh-huh. it, it, it wasn't inflatable. Oh. You had to, like, stuff it yourself. Well... This one is, and uh, apparently and yes. there's been a big problem because people have been inflating them with helium, and then they're like, this doesn't stay down. And I'm like, Pete, do you really deal with this? He's like, bro, you have no idea. And I'm like, you know what? I don't expect, I don't unexpect anything anymore, I guess. Like, just I people are that fucking stupid. People yeah. probably complained that they had to spend extra money filling with fluff. So that's probably why they switched it to inflatable. It makes more sense, the inflatable, you know what I mean? Because then you could just... If you want to throw it back in the box for storage, like what yeah, the fuck do you do with the fluff? Yeah, yeah. It, it really just it didn't have the inflatable sack in it. No, weird. He also yeah, he was trying to sell it too, so I was like, yeah, I don't. He want also that. gave me a full size fucking uh, Spirits Proton Pack because uh, so because he works for Spirits and shit. This dude, this dude returned it. He ordered it and said some shit was fucked up and returned it. Well, the shit that was fucked up was. He already was trying to mod on it. So there's already a bunch of shit fucked up because he fucked it up. So it's just like a huge shell and everything now. So I was like, well, you know what? I can put some of my magic in. I got a couple months before the next con with the Ghostbusters. I'm going to fix that all up, and that'll be the main raffle prize for that fucking weekend. You know? Ooh, there you go. Yeah. And that's what I told him. I'm like, it's not. I'm not going to keep it for myself. I don't fucking need it. But I'm going to do something good with it. That's for sure. And I'm like, and I told him, I'm like, homie, I'll, I'll even let you guys know. I, I told Pete, I was like, I'll show you the donation and shit. We always donate it to the children's hospital when we're done. So if you need like proof or anything, he's like, no, no, no. But yeah, man. So dude, that bringing it, that would bring in a ton of money right there. Yeah, dude. Right. Especially if I actually take the time, see if maybe the uh, boys want to pitch in or something like that. Maybe get like a little light kit for it. So it's actually, I could come up with something where it's not like a legit light kit, but it'll still give us some blinking. What the fuck? I'm going to turn that off. Bobby? What the hell? Did Quick, my internet. Bobby. What happened? I'm here. Is that the tornado? Uh, you are uh, super in the red, homie. So yeah, is um, that air raid siren? No, no. That's my, I have my air on. Uh, energy saver. It's fucking, I don't know how much more my internet will stay. No. Yeah, I say you went super down in the red. You're barely in the yellow give right us now. your score just in case you can't all right, give my it score us. for this is going to be about 2.8 all right 2.8 just in case yeah. just in case yeah because um it's, okay yeah, it's, it's yeah, fucking, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and skip, i'm gonna go ahead so, and skip the rest of what i have anyway because we're at the hour and a half mark anyway. yeah no problem bud all right so let's see that we can get all this shit done before we lose bob uh what format you watch this on homies to be to be also to be screen factory Ooh, nice. Yeah. There you go. You know what, man? I might start dropping into physical more than I personally wanted to because the way they are with distributing rights with digital ownership and shit now, it's just getting too sketchy as fuck. It is. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, because you buy something to own it, but you don't own it. Aww. And if they take it away and they decide it or they lose the license to it, and dude, you're fucked. With, with Disney now no longer making physical for us. Bro, that shit is insane. I can tell you right now, that will not last long. No. Bro. They will quickly flip the switch on that and start back up. 
Yeah, because they're going to be seeing all these people fucking selling like VHSs and shit like that. They're going to go fucking skyrocket now. There's going to be yeah. so much. There's going to be so much pirated content and everything because Disney Plus is dropping a lot of shit lately, and and that's so easy to who it's easy enough to fucking rip right off of it for sure. All right, uh, douche of the film. I'm pretty sure we're all going to say the same step, thing. Stepmom. But... Stepmom. Oh yeah, for sure. What was her name? Debbie? No. No. Con. Debbie. Uh, fair I don't does start with a D it doesn't matter alright favorite kill the explosion uh, I, I would say the guy who gets his head bashed in when he goes out that door the first kill basically which you don't even really see well it's better than nothing mm, yeah I'm gonna say all the zombie punks that were shot in the uh in they the got ball. obliterated fucking hard. You know what? That's like the almost the comedy section to me because of how ridiculous it came in. Like if they showed it a couple more shots where they still were standing up just getting obliterated, like maybe five more seconds, it would have just been that much more like probably hokey, but still no. hilarious. I'm I'm I think I'm gonna have to agree with you, Chad Daddy. I think that was the no. most like, oh shit. All right, uh, best scene. The whole mall scene. Girls just want to Yeah, world. yeah, I agree. I agree. You know what? That is a solid, yeah, not going to disagree. Uh, I'm going to go, yeah, actually, I'm going to go with that, too, because I, I was telling John before, I'm like, I don't really have a favorite scene, but if I had to pick one to watch over again, that'll be it. It's the one that I could definitely relate to the most, because I'm like, yeah, dude, I would definitely go to the mall and do some fuckery. Yeah. I can relate to it too because girls just want to have fun. That's right. <laughs> and lunch. Um, mm, worst moment or scene. Worst moment or scene. I'm gonna. As much as I hate, I'm gonna agree with you guys. Where there's like that 10 to 15 minute stretch of like nothing happening. Yes. Yeah. 100. percent Like even, even like Brody said, it could have been cut out. You wouldn't have lost anything. Honestly, man, if you made this more solid to closer like an hour, hour and 10 minutes, yeah. It probably would be like, okay, wow, that was a quick movie, but yeah, got its point across. Uh, opening scene hook you in? I say, yeah, man. I mean, because cool I like it. Yeah, yeah it did. Shower and shit. So, and I like the colors and everything. Like how you know what I mean? It wasn't just like one. Like it was like a fucking almost like a flagship going across. Yeah. Okay. Most attractive character. Reggie for me. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go with that female scientist Sam, chick, the one that the one that didn't know how much blood to draw. No, 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 the one that like ended up killing herself with the glasses. I'm, go, I'm going with a bitch, female, but... I'm going with the one that didn't know how much blood to draw. She was really cute. I'm going with the blonde for once. She was also cute. Sam, I was gonna go with her at first, but then I, you know, watching the movie, I'm like that scientist chick's really, she's really cute. Those her hair, those man. two brunettes, Sam's are hair cute for me. Side side. but I like Agreed. the one that. uh that knocked out Sam with the fake shit where everybody thought she was dead and everything. I don't know. Like, even though she kind of, like, you thought she was a bitch kind of in the beginning, and then by the end, you're like, oh. She wasn't a bitch. She was actually not nice, at yeah. all. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Did the score set the mood? Yeah. I like I the soundtrack so. of it. We soundtrack. got a lot of yeah. songs yeah. in it for sure. So if that's the score, I'll say sure. Feels like it was more than anything. Best song? Girls just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. 
Come on, yeah. There's a couple of other good ones in there though, for sure. That country song was good. It was a good country song. There's something in the beginning I can't remember that was like pretty big too. Yeah, but and I can't remember what it was either. Obviously, I the other one took placement of that one. So <laughs> whatever LL Cool J was singing at the time. There you go. For those two seconds. I'm going. Up. <laughs> uh, favorite character. Hector. Uncle Hector. Yeah, Hector. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with Chakotay there. Oh. Uh, Cowboy Hector was my favorite character. <laughs> Cowboy Hector. <laughs> I also do like the other guy that comes in just because he comes back dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. I was hoping we were getting more Santa Claus shit. Hmm. I'm going to go with Uncle Hector, though. He was just the super random. Good one. Uh, scary. Yay, um, nay. Not no. really. No. Not really. No. More almost sci-fi-ish than horror. I yeah. dare say. Yeah. I don't know. Does it hold up today? No. Maybe if you took out a few of those minutes, Chad and Brody mentioned, it'd be a little better. But I think if it I, once again, though, a little bit more action, yes. I think if we rebooted it, I'd still almost maybe want it to be stuck in the eighties. Yeah, I don't. But you could leave it in the eighties. Yeah, and you can just dial it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <clears throat> but I just think like having that mall aesthetic and doing all that would be nice to revisit you know yeah i would like to see like if if you redid this like make the zombies almost more like kind of like the mummy in monster squad and then you just see them like crumbling away that'd be kind of yeah cool. that would be okay that would be cool where they get like extremely dehydrated yeah. and they just crumble turn into the dust after all anyways so would you have them trying to like just drink people's blood almost vampiric for just like liquid or would you still have them just trying to, you know what I mean? Like I said, we only have the one guy eating, eating them. So I don't know. I don't know how I'd tackle that. Cause that's what I would think. I was like, it feels like they would want to drink them the most. So. <laughs> Brody. Yeah. Fucking Brody. God damn it. <laughs> Post-apocalyptic inbreeding family requel. Ugh. So wrong turn. Yeah. yeah oh, all right. Um, how was the acting? It, for a B movie, it uh, yeah. was. I think it was good for the main. Honestly, I think the sister. Good. I think the sister was better than the main, the main chick. Honestly, and the uh, the lead punk zombie in the mall. That guy was hilarious. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty good too. Cause I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that was possibly the best goddamn line. Uh righty, where are we at, boys? Cinematography. You know what? Cinematography was yeah, good. No, I like that. It was great. That was, it was Fantastic. Good. Like all the desolate shots of the city were just so well done. Yeah, man. Because it was like, it was gorgeous, but it was also just like, oh, that's eerie as fuck. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it would be. Um. Okay. Oh, Bob's back up in the green. Did we get him back here? All right. Yeah. And he oh, and it went back to red. What the fuck? What? Just keep going. Just keep going. No, you're good. You're good. You okay. were in solid green for a second. All right. So did we like the premise? You yes. know what? Yeah. I did yeah. like the premise of this one. Maybe not the execution, but the premise. Yes. Definitely. Need a little I bit agree more with something. Or maybe like, I mean, I understand they were losing their competence, but maybe like the mil military people be a little bit more. I feel like there need to be more sketchy people somewhere to help like give a little bit more just fuckery to this movie. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. You could go zombies, but if you're trying to go like, you know, there's not 
there's really not that many people left, like maybe 1% of people. Okay. Uh, and was the climax satisfying? What climax? The I mean, climax the was the escape from the facility, I would say, right? I mean, that yeah. was a fast 15 minutes. Like I said, what climax? That was too fast. That's Because what, what happens, like, they get into the Jeep mm-hmm. and they were like, I smell gas. <sighs> Dude, I, was like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, right. I did. That guy was in um, the Devil Rejects guy. What the hell else was he in that we watched? Was it, it was a vampire movie, wasn't it? San, Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. All righty, boys. Recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Reboot. I'm going to rewind. I'll rewind it. Maybe remake it, but definitely rewind. I'm going to remake it, but just add some more shit into it. Because I don't feel like rebooting. Like I like the story and everything. It's solid, but like Steve said, execution. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to rate the shit. We got a three and a half from Brody, a 2.8 from Bob. Scubas. I'm going to give it a solid three. Three. Chad Daddy. I'm with the DKB at three and a half. Three and a half. And I think I'm going to give it a 2.5. So that would be three. 3.06 for 1984's Night of the Comets. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Chad Daddy, I think I know what we're doing next week, but what are we doing next week, buddy? We are wrapping up our uh, unplanned zombie fest. And we're going to take a little boat ride to Manhattan. Oh, Landisburg. Jason yeah. takes a boat to Manhattan. Jason takes a boat ride. All right. Fuck yeah. That is not the last one, though, we're doing, right? We're going all the way to X? Yeah. Is that the plan? All right. That's cool. the plan. So we got two I more. Gonna be, I was going to be sad. I'm like, is this going to be our last one? Ooh. Okay. We got a couple more. Got a couple more months. We're ending, we're ending on a high note. That's true. Thank God, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Although, you know, even if you had to throw in the reboot at the end, that would, I would. I was, I was thinking. I, I was thinking. High note. I was thinking. I understand why Freddy versus Jason, just because that's an after, like, you know, that's a one off or whatever. Yeah, we need to do Freddy before we even get into that. So I think we'll do Nightmare on Elm Street next year and then throw on versus. There you go. Okay. Uh, that would be a good yeah, idea. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, so part eight next week. Fuck yeah. Jason takes a Jason gets muddy and icky and sweaty Slimy. all the time. Somehow manages to stay that way the whole time. So comes back once again from electricity, but we'll talk more about that next week. Yes. Um, all right. Is there anything nerdy we gotta talk about? I don't know. Uh well we have I got nothing. Well we got we got two quick things. Um obviously PB Herman has passed away. Yes, rest in power there. Also, we have in the horror community, well, William Friedrichen has also Friedkin. passed away today. Friedkin. Friedkin. Whatever. Friedkin. Whatever. Uh, has also <laughs> passed away. He's directed The Exorcist, as everybody knows, so he is no longer with us. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I do have some nerd news. I feel like this is just happening every week, and I'm sorry if people are sick of it. So oh, I know. Guys. Yeah, but no, no, no. there's another Mortal Kombat trailer, and we fucking reptile, got right? Reptile, and he looks awesome. And you know why Dude. I like this one the best? 
because this is the best of both fucking worlds so everybody can quit their fucking bitching because everybody gets their human reptile and everybody gets their lizard reptile and, and, the, awesome. and you get an, and you get an explanation as to why you have both fucking right dude i love it and ashra looks fucking sick as hell i'm glad they're now, bringing her back is this the first time reptiles actually given a name or was he given a name in a previous one no he's had him in the other ones he okay. had an inception it's been it was noted in like text it wasn't anything like movie wise right? so this is like the first time he's actually mentioned by name in yeah. cinema. and he's a good guy yeah he's a good guy in this. that shit throws me the fuck off and i love it and i'm like oh bro i feel like i might have just found a new main besides cage but and then who oh and then we have havoc which havoc was such a cool fucking character when they brought him in deception and they've never done anything with him after the fact besides like just using him for some chaotic shit in the background but like if nobody knows who this dude is he fucking rips off limbs and uses them as weapons and like can fucking like reattach him and shit it's fucking awesome dude that's like beautiful he's like half zombie but like half I, I he's from chaos realm and that's literally what he is he's just pure fucking chaos and it's fucking i can't fucking wait dude the beta drops in two weeks so i'm gonna be fucking bleed have bloody fingers after that weekend for sure i can't wait for but that game to come out i'm ready i actually need to watch the trailer again on my big tv because i only watched it on my fucking phone and i'm like it's not enough i can't see all the detail what the <laughs> fuck but yeah like reptiles uh his belt is actually his tail and shit like that, dude. Like, look fucking cool. So that game is going to be ridiculous. And all and fuck all the haters that are shitting on it. I'm just like, dude, it's not even out yet. <laughs> but uh, anything else, boys? Not, 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 not at the moment, no. Okay. You know what was interesting? I got to say, I was just uh, about the con this weekend because the whole writer strike and stuff. Obviously, they couldn't have any Q&As. Can't do that shit. Personally, at the booths, you know, they might be able to tell you something here and there, but they can't have open discussion on it. So they actually had a trivia this year and everything. I didn't get to go to it, but I heard it was a pretty solid turnout. But it's just, it's it's cool to see that they were able to like work around all the like restrictions, unfortunately, at the moment of doing all that shit. But, hey, man. Uh... So, yeah, I guess if that's it, we'll do our sign-out. So, Bob? This is your killing machine, Bobby Moan, saying sorry for the internet issues, but we have a storm here, but we'll be back next week to go to Manhattan and or Vancouver with Jason. We'll see you then. This is your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the duke of the dead, Lord Scuba Cabra, saying see you uh, wherever, because it's not New York, but we'll see you there. (laughs) I I think it's Vancouver. And this is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, your Chad Daddy, the Chad Ahoochie himself. Sam. <laughs> Come back next uh, week, bitches. Fucking right. And uh, this is your Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying join us for uh, I'm on a boat, motherfuckers, next week. Don't you ever forget. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah, stay fresh, cheese bags. Penis dick. Penis dick. Penis.